0: Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's president and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's chief outreach officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast.
1: So Roland, uh, today we're going to be talking about a uh, new law. That passed the California Senate that would expand access to abortion on college campuses in the state of California. Okay. Um, so you know it, it's just really interesting, you know, and, and from our our perspective uh, that you know, uh, you know, obviously many colleges and universities in our in our country have sort of been on the front lines of advocating for access to abortion, and unfortunately, you know, lots of college age women are having abortions. It's one of them, you know, the demographics where that's very very common. Right. Um, and so, you know, the question is, you know, why was this? Why is this bill necessary? Um, there are abortion clinics around college campuses in right. the vicinity of college campuses. But the California Senate thought that um, it was just too much of a burden to have women have to leave the campus to access abortion services. So they want to basically guarantee that those services will be available on campus, including right. abortion drugs, yeah, uh, so that they don't have to leave campus to access abortion. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, it's, it's an interesting thing, you know, because... You know, college women have a lot of abilities and agency, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, an opportunity to kind of move around quite a bit to get all kinds of services. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you think of using that logic, I mean, gosh, aren't there other services that might be m- even more convenient that might not be mm-hmm. on campus? Right. I mean, it's really kind of an interesting thing. It's, yeah, it yeah. really is kind of a smoke screen. And the, the bigger yeah. issue is, uh, you know, as I see it, is that they they they're trying to make a statement mm-hmm. about um, about abortion, and yeah. they're trying to make a statement about. Um, the need for abortion and abortion being in, intrinsically tied to what it means to be a woman. I mm-hmm. mean, a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it really has very little uh, yeah. to do with access or some or some rise, rising kind of issue that, that's emerged right. that, you know, women who are are seeking abortion on college campuses can't seem to get to uh, those facilities in some way, shape, or form. And candidly, one of the other things I think that this is really uh, kind of pointing towards Mm -hmm. is they really don't want other points of view Mm -hmm. to be able to interfere with this woman, as she's heading for the abortion, they don't want mm-hmm. her to get additional information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if it's on the college campus, they can block access to pro- pro-life people. They mm-hmm. can, yeah, you know, they have law- more control over the exactly, process. Exactly, exactly. So, for example, if you're if you are doing sidewalk counseling at an abortion clinic and you you're respectful and you're trying to say to folks, listen, there's another way. Um, and and many 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 folks see those the people who are doing that and are encouraged and actually you know get that support we've got countless stories mm-hmm. of, of women who were heading to the abortion clinic or coming out of an abortion clinic who decided to mm-hmm. uh, make a, a life decision based on someone who was mm-hmm. someone who was there and was compassionate so what they're basically also trying to do is, is block that mm-hmm. uh, right. in, the, in the same way as well
1: right yeah interesting and, and I think another distinction from our perspective too is and we've talked about this often and we, I, we actually get a lot of questions about this we, we always say pro-choice, right? Yeah, we um, we, we yeah. use that term, and we purposely don't use the term pro-abortion because the, the thinking there is that we actually want to hold folks accountable for what they say that they actually are. Okay, so if you're pro-choice, that means that you're in favor of of all the choices that women have yes. you know, around a pregnancy decision. Um, but the interesting th- thing about this bill is that if the logic is that women shouldn't be burdened with unplanned pregnancies, then wouldn't they want to be offering a variety of solutions and supports around yes. helping women through unplanned pregnancies? But this bill only I- increases access to one of those solutions, which right. is abortion. So what about all the other solutions? Why not in- give them better access to all of those others so are they really being pro-choice in this legislation yeah no and that's exactly the
0: issue and they're not I no. mean and again as you said I tend not to call people pro-abortion unless they actually say they are right in other right. words if, if you're you are the kind of person that looks at a woman who's facing an unplanned pregnancy and you believe that you should make the decision that she should have the abortion mm-hmm. Uh, because she's some kind of person. I mean, that's what you saw with Margaret Sanger. She looked at certain demographics, certain people, people who look like me, which is not like her. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Right? And, And said, you know, we have too many of those kinds of people, and therefore you should be aborting Mm -hmm. those kinds of people. Then in that case, you are pro-abortion, and which means you're a eugenicist or have that perspective. But you know, as you know, the pro-choice folks have been running away from that perspective for a long time. So my view is, look, I'll take you at your word. You say you're Mm pro-choice, what are the choices? Mm -hmm. What are the choices? Well, there's two. There's birth, Mm -hmm. and then there is what? Abortion. Mm -hmm. And if you're pro-choice, which your view should be, Mm -hmm. is that you don't care which choice a woman makes as long as she has the right to make it. Right. That's the issue. From conception to birth is what we're talking about as well. We're not talking about after birth, but from conception to mm-hmm. birth, when the decision is being made, you don't care which choice she makes as long as she has the right to make it. Right. And the other thing that you want to do if you're pro-choice is you want to remove obstacles. Mm-hmm. And this is part of this, that mm-hmm. you want to remove any obstacles to abortion. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Got it. Waiting periods, the kinds of things that California says that they're trying to address, great. You want to remove all those obstacles. Got it. But also, you should also want to remove the obstacles for a woman who's facing an unplanned pregnancy and wants to bring her child into the world, mm-hmm. right, but is yeah. facing obstacles. Now, if you're a college woman, what might those obstacles be?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Well, it could be, well, I actually need free tuition, mm-hmm. or I need some kind of childcare assistance, mm-hmm. or I need some relationship help with me and the father, or, 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 or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Are they offering all of those things? Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you actually have some personal experience Absolutely. with this. I mean, your own story is just a really, really compelling compelling story around, a, you know, the issue of abortion on college yes. campuses. You got your then-girlfriend, now your wife of nearly 40 years, I think. Yeah, guess, 37. Yeah? 37. Wow. 37. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what you're supposed to say, right? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. depends. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so— uh, yeah, you got, got her pregnant, pregnant when you yeah. were, go, well, were at Princeton University and, we're wh- at, and she went to the the uh, what is it, the, the medical services on yeah, campus and, and what, did, what happened there?
0: Yeah, she, she went to get the pregnancy test on campus. Uh, the nurse comes out and tells her the test is positive and then says, without missing a beat, now of course you're going to have an abortion. Without missing a beat. Yeah. And, and, and uh, my wife says, well, no, I don't want to have an abortion. I want to have my child. I want to get married. And she says, well, what year are you? She says, well, I'm a sophomore. She says, how are you going to graduate from Princeton with a baby?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then she asked her, well, what do you want to do when you graduate? She says, well, I want to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. She says, well, gosh, graduating from Princeton, become a doctor mm-hmm. with a baby. How are you going to do that? It seems like abortion is, is, is the right choice for you. And, you know, it's interesting because this was an older woman, mm-hmm. probably a mother herself, probably had a sense of what it – what it mm-hmm. took. So instead of affirming, mm-hmm. you know, my wife in her choice, and moreover, supporting her in her choice, mm-hmm. she was only willing to offer support for one choice, which was abortion, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 and
0: didn't provide any other support, didn't say, well, who's the father, where's the father, maybe we can get him involved yeah. uh, to support uh, his child and your choice, none of that. Yeah.
1: yeah, and this new California law really is sort of codifying that mentality. Yes. That the only choice that they really like <laughs> yeah. is, is that is the abortion choice. And, and the irony Ironic thing too about this is that I, I'm sure that woman and, and many others who are in support of this law in California would consider themselves to be feminists, right? Sure. That women are powerful and empowered and can do it all, and they're yep. they're fierce and, and all these. And should be others. able to, right? And should be able to. Yeah. Yet, and any h- obstacles that would stop them, right? We want to remove those. Right. Right. But uh, that that the the nurse's immediate reaction to your wife was, "You can't do this." Exactly.
0: Not and not saying, "What do you want to do?" Right. It wasn't even that. Yeah. It was like, of course, you're going to have an abortion. Yeah. And then when she said, "I don't want to do that," and saying, "Great. Well, then, what choice do you do you want to make?" And here's the support that we can offer. Mm-hmm. Here's and oh, by the way, she has a personal responsibility to offer that support as well mm-hmm. as a pro-choice person. This is one of the other things I points mm-hmm. I all often make, and, mm-hmm. and and I make this point because often when someone says that they're pro-life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're talking to someone who's pro-choice, the pro-choice person will say, well, what about all the unwanted children in the world? And, and, what are and you doing to support what them? What are you doing to support them? And then the pro-life person will say, you know, how many kids they've adopted and right. all the different things. And yeah. you finish your long list of things that you've done and the person says, well, yeah, but there's millions of kids. Right. I mean, it's basically sort of a red herring kind of right. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like You can't win that argument. Yeah. And my thing is like, wait a minute, hold on a second. If you're pro-choice, mm-hmm. What are you doing for all the unwanted children in the world? (laughs) Right? Because you have just as much of an obligation as a pro-life person. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're pro-abortion, you have no obligation. But if you're pro-choice and there's a woman who's facing an unplanned pregnancy, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. wants to bring her child into the world, even if she doesn't have the ability to take care of the child, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? right? But that's her choice. That's her choice. Then you have just as much of an obligation as a pro life person to do that. Right. And there well. are, of course, millions of
1: children like that. And there are the
0: millions world. of children. So, my question always back to them first I said, well, let me tell you what I'm doing, but what are you doing? What have you done? And what, you, what I tend to find with pro choice people if they, is that they put all of their focus on ensuring that they remove obstacles to abortion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not to Ensuring that they remove obstacles to birth, right? And it's sort of like walking into a room and someone says, Well, listen, you can go to the right or to the left, really? Right or to the left? Yes, absolutely. And you look to the right and it's lions and tigers and bales, bears, bears are mine, yeah. and, and snipers and yeah. rattlesnakes and whatever. And you look to the left and it's you know, milk and honey and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, butterflies, Pillows
1: and, and yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, either way you want, you can go any way you want, yeah, 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 and you go like, Well, actually, I quote, have a choice, but not mm. really, yeah not really and I and I think that if California is going to do this then they should be just as aggressive Mm -hmm. in terms of removing any obstacles Mm -hmm. to birth for a woman who's facing an unplanned pregnancy wants to bring her child into the world and wants to get her degree Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wants to get her degree and whatever those obstacles may be if
1: you're truly pro-choice California that's what you would do right and and of course and I use the word ironically. I just yes. realized I use the word ironically a lot. but That's pretty ironic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right, exactly. But ironically, California is, of course, the state yeah. that recently tried to make it almost impossible for pregnancy centers to do their work. Absolutely. Through other legislation that actually went to the Supreme Court and was found to probably be unconstitutional. And what is it that pregnancy centers do? They support the other choices. They
0: support women who are facing mm. pregnancy decisions. Yeah who want to bring their children into the world and are facing obstacles. Right. And all pregnancy centers do is remove those obstacles. Right, right. So not only are you not removing the obstacles, mm-hmm. the only obstacle you're trying to remove is the one who's removing the obstacles right. from <laughs> your perspective. Exactly. And you do that, yeah. frankly, right. if you don't have a, a a really, if you're really not being pro-choice. And that's yes. why I always tell people, if you have someone who who, who you want to encourage to be, uh, be pro-choice, mm-hmm. right, yeah. or rather pro-life rather, mm-hmm. The first thing you have to do is convince them to be pro-choice. <laughs> right. That's the first exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you can start moving from there. But yeah, just, yeah. So take them at their word. Say, you're pro-choice. Well, let's talk about the choices. Yeah. And you should be just as aggressive mm-hmm. in terms of supporting the, the choice for birth as you are the choice for life. And the reality is you may not like the fact that me as a pro-life person doesn't want a woman to have an abortion, mm-hmm. doesn't think that's best for her, doesn't think that's best for the child, doesn't think that's best for society, and think it's a destruction of humanity. You may not like that or agree with that that's fine Mm -hmm. but once she makes the decision to bring her child into the world Mm -hmm. you need to flip your jersey right Right. Because now we're actually should be on the same team that's true and you have just as much of an obligation as I do
1: yeah absolutely that's 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 a great point Ron so um, we will leave it there I think I think we will, Um, because right there there, yes there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot to talk about on this topic Uh, we actually have another great podcast on the very thing that you just closed with, which is this idea of how do you have a good conversation with a pro-choice person? So if you folks listening, if you go into our archives for CareCast, you'll actually find that podcast where Roland kind of almost gives a step-by-step on how you can have that conversation that he was just referencing. So great, thanks, Roland. Uh,
0: You're welcome, Vince. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more Pro Abundant Life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-ned.org. There, you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro life passion into pro abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.